Let's do it. Take a drink of water, actually. Here we go. Give me a chance to wet my beak. Wet your beak? <laughs> Movie. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> and I know I'm probably going to remember as soon as you tell me. All I'm asking you, son, is that you give me a chance to wet my beak a little bit. Wet your beak? That was from, uh, he, uh, he Got Game. Okay. Nah, see, I still don't remember this. Nah. His uncle picked him up in that new Lexus, and he made him take it back. And he uh, went out, went down to his uncle's apartment and was like, look, man, you can't be, you know what I mean? You get me jammed up. My dad just came by here like, you wildin'. He was, his uncle was like, man, you finna make it big. All the bad shit, he was like, let me live a little bit. <laughs> let me wet my beak. This nigga, this nigga Ray Allen looked at him like, <laughs> wet your beak. Wet your beak. Oh, that is so <laughs> funny, bro. Yo, That's to... one of them things about like in movies that me and Derek would always laugh at. That like when other people would come over and we'd be busting up laughing at random stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Be like these niggas is weird, bro. <laughs> bro, I had Derek dying at our summer league game. I want to say it was last Tuesday. Mm-hmm. It was last Tuesday or Thursday. But this girl, um, I'm like, yo, you got to check her, bro. Like, we can't give you help. Like, she ain't good enough. And she just beat her on, like, simple little rip-through. Girl playing Lazy D. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm talking to the girl while she running up the court. I'm like, yo, I don't care what you got to do to guard her. And I look at Derek. I go, I don't care if you yeah. got to stab her. Yeah, I already <laughs> Derek started falling out during the game. Like, it's super light in the summer league. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm talking yeah. shit to refs and yeah, whatnot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Derek started dying, bro. <laughs> The girls was looking at me, like, looking at Derek, like, what the hell are they talking about? Yeah, yeah. I was like, yo, y'all don't understand. I was like, yo, I'm getting tight, bro. Y'all better stop somebody, bro. <laughs> that was hella funny, bro. Hella funny. Oh, man. Family Rule Podcast, <laughs> episode 19. We want to wait for 20, baby. Episode 19. I'm Mike Rohn. Stefan Rohn. Back for another sit-down conversation. Same family, different room. We're back in San Diego. I won't say back in, but we in San Diego this time. Uh, the, the last, did we do the last one here? Nah, I think we did the last one. The last, last few been asking the yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We back in San just Diego. Just by circumstance. Well, yeah, just yeah. by circumstance. Back in San Diego for a change. Uh, but yeah, man, episode nineteen. Let's go ahead and. Uh, I mean, we well, we was already. What was he talking about? See, that that was another thing I wanted to touch on, but I wanted to just introduce the podcast. Little stuff like what? What's like the stuff? I look for like little random things in movies to laugh at like that. And then also I watch movies over and over so I can try to see something new. Mm-hmm. But what's like what like of course you watch it for the story, but is there like any little things that you look that you try to like look for in movies? Oh, I try to I try to see if I could recognize like I used to do this all the time. I don't do it so much anymore. But I used to do it with older movies because I felt like they used a lot of the same extras. Mm-hmm. So I used to try to see like Yo, is that homeboy that had the blue hat on? Especially in sitcoms. Yeah. Um, and they used to do it. They did it in the um damn, this I mean, this is before our time, but the Lethal Weapon movies. When I used to watch those. Mm-hmm. From movie to movie, a lot of them extras are the same people. Mm-hmm. A lot of them extras are the same people. But like weird weird stuff like that. Or like uh like on Game of Thrones, I'll be like, Oh, okay, did they leave the water bottle on the ground this time? Mm-hmm. Or did like like one of the scenes homeboy didn't have like after he lost his hand. He did one of the scenes and his hand was out. Mm-hmm. And like it was a quick scene, it was a quick part, you know what I'm saying? But he just just didn't think. He didn't put the he didn't put the hand away or had a little gold hand out. You know what I'm saying? Like I try to look for little stuff like that. And see, I always wonder if they catch those little things and be like, man, ain't nobody finna see that. Or if they don't even catch it. Cause I don't think I ever catch little things like that on the first time watching it. 
And I think the majority mm-hmm. of people don't. Like the majority of people didn't see the Starbucks stuff in that show. No, no. I think no, no. one person yeah. saw it, pointed it out, put it on, put it and on. Then everybody and went everybody back and was like, "Oh my god, yeah." yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Uh, I would try to look. I would try to look for like little, little things that just like are a little off. Like I, I never forget when I noticed. Of course, I watched. We watched the Three Ninjas a million times. Yeah. But I never forget when I noticed when Tum Tum reached for something on the counter, and he was a short little tubby dude. And the hand that reached had all his same bracelets, same like orange uh, long sleeve and everything. But it was like a long, like like a teenager's hand, like a like a hand like mine. And he was like a chubby little kid. Yeah, I never forget when I noticed that. I was like, oh dang, I'm a genius. But <laughs> <laughs> like, nobody else knows. <laughs> anyway, what's uh, what you want to talk about first? Oh yeah, we always start with the weekend, the weekend, the weekend. How was we your spent weekend? The, I mean, this weekend we spent a lot of it uh, together. Yeah, a lot of time together. Um. I mean, my weekend was good though. Outside, outside of that time, mm-hmm. like that was my first time going to the Drew, that shit was lit. Mm-hmm. That shit was lit, and I want I want to talk about some shit there too because that shit was funny. I'm trying to get y'all um, to go, man. I told you it's dope, man. Yeah, like, like number one, that shit is lit. The basketball is amazing. Like you're seeing an amazing level of basketball for these guys. Like there's pros and all of that stuff, but it's not like you you know it's what not I'm pickup. Yeah, it's not pickup, fam. It's not. But um. Everything around the game, because I'm a people watcher, everything around the game is funny to me. Mm-hmm. Just like the subsections of everybody that basketball brings out. Because mm-hmm. like people like you, you're their own business. Mm-hmm. You enjoy basketball, but you're their own business. You got to get these shots. Right. You know what I'm saying? Network. Yeah. And then, yeah, networking and doing all that. Like, And that, and that was something else. It was really interesting to see you do your thing, like being out on the scene, seeing watching you do your thing, too. Um but it's those people, it's the people that um, that are just casual fans that are there just to watch some basketball. Those people usually sit up top away from people because they don't want to be bothered. And then you got the people that want to be seen. Or they want you to see how important they are there. Mm-hmm. And they're up and down. They're up and down all the time. They're walking back and forth. Somebody will come in and literally go dap somebody up, go sit back down. They just want you to see them with other people. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Or look who I'm with or look who this is. Do you know him? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, we got in. We got in on the – we didn't have to wait in line because Joe knew somebody there. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then, like, homeboy, he walked in. I don't know who we thought we was, but he was like, hey, bro, like, what's good with you, man? Like, how you doing, bro? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, because – he saw me coming in the back door. He didn't know who the fuck I was. He was like, shit, maybe I do. Maybe I need to know this nigga. He's coming through the back yeah, door. Yeah, yeah, maybe I need to know this nigga. Whatever, yeah. you coming in with his girl and his mans, you know what I'm saying? Like, but it was, all, all that is funny. And then, and then the chicks is trying to get shows. It's a lot of that out there. That's always funny watching. It's a lot of That's that. That's always funny watching. This girl sat, she was with somebody. And the dude was sitting down there and then he went, he left, and then he came back with her, but... Her whole walk, what she was wearing, everything with there, it was like bad bitch in here. And it's like she was like she was a good looking chick, but she wanted everybody to know. You know what I'm saying? Like it's different. A chick put on her makeup and put on a nice outfit, but it's different from homegirl trying to get trying to get looked at or trying to or trying to catch one. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's it's a whole different vibe and like <laughs> it is just funny because a lot of it is just like fam, there's a basketball game going on. Like mm-hmm. nobody's really looking at all of that shit but there obviously are because they're out there doing it you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I, I had a great time wifey had a great time um then we came back we was hungry as hell we stopped and got some food mm-hmm. then we came back and um 
came to the house and we was all at my house chilling. Mm-hmm. That was pretty. That was the bulk of my weekend. So today I woke up. I didn't do. I didn't do very much. Except, well, I cleaned. I did a lot. I was motherfucking tired. I cleaned my bathroom. I cleaned my living room. I just straightened up the house, getting ready for the week. Then when wifey got back. She went and saw her grandmother. Um, we went to the store. Then I came here, man. Weekend's been. Weekend's been chill. Mm-hmm. I. It's always a good weekend for me if I can sit down and and I don't have to coach and I could watch basketball all day. Mm-hmm. That's always a good week because when mm-hmm. I coach, it's something else. And and, that, and that's why I would always invite you and Dor and other people, and I would always make sure I tell them like, I mean, I'm not gonna be sitting there with you. Yeah. But it's it's basketball all day. It's good, great. Ba- mm-hmm. I don't wanna say great. It's really really no, no, good. There's there's great basketball being played. There's a lot of great players that come through, and there's a yeah. a lot of really 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 good basketball being played all day long. Yeah. You know what I mean? What did you say? What do you mean it was interesting to uh, see me do my thing? What do, you mean, what do you mean by that? Just, I've never been, I've never been nowhere where, where you're working with the camera. You okay. know what I'm saying? Just okay, like, okay. seeing you work the baseline, networking, moving around, getting your shots. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, because there's a certain amount of, I'll say for all of y'all over there, there's a certain amount of, I want to be cool with everybody, but this is competition out here, motherfucker. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And like, it's funny, you can see that. Because, I mean, like, you're not talking to everybody, but you're talking to the people. Like, if you're on the baseline a certain, a certain area for a little bit, you'll talk to them, see what they got going on. But, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? you like, yo, shit, they coming this way. Watch out. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Like, it's, it's, it's just a funny balance. Because I know I'll be like, yo, nigga, watch out, bro. Let's fucking talk and, to me. And I'm fucking get my shots, too. <laughs> it's funny because when I first started being on baselines where there was a lot of people, I would, my, my very first time, I'll say, and it was at the Julie, uh, my very first time. I was doing my best not to encroach on anybody and not to bump into anybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is with any game. Like, with any game, no matter who was on the court. Yeah. But then when, like, DeMar DeRozan and Jordan Clarkson and all them was there, I was still trying to make sure I didn't bump into nobody, but wasn't nobody else caring about that. And wasn't yeah. nobody else tripping about getting bumped into. Everybody's yeah. like, look, man, it's going to happen. We all out here with our elbows out with a camera. Like, it's yeah. going to happen. There ain't nobody caring for that. You know what I'm saying? I got to that point. Not even got to that point. After I saw that, I was like, oh, yeah. No, this, is what, yeah this is what it is. And I was just like... and. I got, not I got where I got or anything like that, but I've always been the type to like, to just move, to do my thing. And if I'm, and if I'm doing too much, somebody's going to tell me I'm doing too much. So that's what I do with the camera. Like, like yesterday, I went, uh, like yesterday when I walked on, I don't know if you saw that. When I walked on the court, uh, during, uh, during Nitty and them's timeout, uh, I walked on the court and was getting pictures Mm -hmm. of them like talking in the huddle and dude came over there and telling me, he was like, Hey bro, you got to go back to the baseline. And I was like, oh, my bad, my bad, my bad, my bad. He was like, all right, yeah, all right, all right. And he kind of said it like, 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 hey, you know what you're doing. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then the dude, because the dude that was supposed to tell me that didn't see it, a guy had to walk from the other side and come tell yeah. me that. And the dude that was supposed to tell me was like, hey, good looking out, bro. And he kind of looked over his, sh- over his shoulder at me like, and the dude that told me to get back on the baseline, I had talked to him last time. Yeah. I spoke to him like like two or three weeks in a row. Yeah. Last time, I don't, I'm sure he didn't remember me. Um, but then I go back to the baseline. Like, I don't know if he saw the dude kind of look at me like that, but he came, black dude. The dude that looked over his shoulder at a Mexican dude. I shouldn't make it a custom. Dude that looked over his shoulder is Mexican dude. Dude that came over and t- uh, tapped me and told me to go to the baseline was black. Dude that told me, the black dude came back over to me. He was like, hey, bro. He was like, just like a word of advice. He was like, he was like, when you come after you get, he was like, just make sure, like, you got to get your bracelet. He was like, when you come, he was like, just wear a Nike shirt. He's like, just wear all Nike stuff. He's like, because he was like, the only reason I'm talking to you right now is because it was like, hey, man, get that big old Levi shirt off the court. He's like they only told me. He's like they didn't even say you're doing too much. They said get that Levi shirt off. The yeah. He's like so. He was like just wear all yeah. Nike stuff. I was like, well, I feel you know it's funny. Uh, Joe Joe told me that before we left. Yeah. He was like, if you 
wear just wear your swoosh shit. I mean, I only wear Nike shit anyway. Mm-hmm. But Joe's like, like, just wear your swoosh shit, bro. Like, if you move around and shit, it'll be easy. <laughs> like, that's what he told me. Like, he's like, they're like, if if somebody wants to take a picture or whatever, like, he was like, you you don't know, cause like, I guess some niggas from Nike ended up taking a picture of him because he had a jumpsuit on or whatever. He was like, he was like, you just never know, bro. And I was like. Smart, you know, I don't think like that, but you know what I mean, or whatever. I don't either, you know me, I'm just thinking like rocking my swag. I'm wearing my baseball shirts and these vans all summer, yeah. but I'm still gonna be in them. But when I go to the gym, I'm gonna have my Nike, yeah, yeah, you know what I'm yeah. I ain't got no Nike sweats, I'm gonna have to run to Ross and try to find some. You, you gonna find some at Ross, that's right. All, bro, <laughs> all of these, all of these you sweats you've seen me in, I've got them all at Ross, yeah, all of them. See, I need to get some, I, but I don't be looking for brands, I just be looking for something that looks nice and that fits me, yeah, you know what I'm saying. I don't. This sweats. See, I need to grab. Nah. See. I mean, I, I mean, these are nice ones. Don't get it no, twisted. Those are nice as fuck. But when yeah. I didn't, I saw this side before I saw this side. They had yeah. them hanging up like the wrong way. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, oh, nice. uh, yeah, but any, uh, my weekend was good. Like you said, most of it, most of it, we spent together. Um, came back, shot, shot the episode. Uh, another episode of linked up with uh, link up, Michael Flick, uh, with Joe on there. But I'm sure, when he hears this, he gonna be fine. Now, actually, I'm gonna text him. Before he get a chance to hit it, but I'm not gonna use it. Man. I just looked, I, like I said, I looked at the video of it. It's like looking bad, and like, I'm no way, absolutely not. I feel it, no way. Um, but yeah, that was it. Had a lot of fun at the Drew. Uh, met, met two dudes that are already like, yeah, man, we gotta link up for sure. Um, like, I, I don't know if I said it on a podcast, but I, I had spoken to Frank Nitty. If you're a basketball fan, you know who he is, but Frank Nitty's the uh, three time MVP of the Drew League. And the Drew League is the best program in the, in the world. Uh, so for him to be the three-time MVP is a pretty big deal. Uh, he played uh, played at Weber State with uh, Damian Lillard. Uh, but anyway, he plays in the Drew League, and uh, he actually became friends with one of my friends. Um, and just because of that, I mean, I was I would have bumped into him anyway, just because it's, it's a gym and it's small. But um, just he he was speaking to one of my friends, and I just happened to snap a picture of him. And then during his game. I took pictures of him and posted them on my Instagram. And then, like, I did talk about him commenting on one of my pictures and then following me. I did talk yeah. about that. And then just, uh, I was thinking about, like, you know, shooting some type of project with him. So I just reached out and asked him. I was like, hey, bro, like, I was thinking about shooting this, that, and third. Would you be interested? He was like, oh, yeah, for sure. And we were supposed to do it, like, two weeks ago. Um, but it just worked. Uh, it was Father's Day. I told him, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm coming. And he actually hit me while we were at, while we were out to eat on, yeah. on Father's Day. We were at, a, at Stone. And I had to tell him, like, oh, bro, my bad. I forgot. Like, I forgot I made Father's Day plans. He was like, no, no, I'm not tripping. I'm a dad. I know how it go. Um, but anyway, and then I hit him, like, and then I hit him. Anyway, I end up, I, sh- I shot a little something uh, with Frank Nitty. And hopefully I'll, I'll be able to get this uh, this footage. Uh, it's going to be compressed and it's not going to look as clean as it's supposed to look. But hopefully I get this footage off my email that I shot uh, on Joe's uh, on Joe's camera and I get that. But that was pretty cool. I'm telling that story to say that was pretty cool. He's a really nice guy, man. He's a really nice oh, guy. Before before yeah. we leave the Drew and all of that, um, bro, the players, fam, like it's not always pretty, but it's always fast, mm-hmm. bro. And like you're seeing pro dudes like Montrez Harrell. I'll use him as an example. He is way more skilled than he shows in the NBA game. You know what I'm saying? Like, way more skilled than he shows in the NBA game. Like, he's bringing the he's ball a, up. He's a physical force in the NBA. He's undersized, but he's a power player. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's a tough guy. He's a hard-nosed dude in the NBA. He was in and out, crossover, behind the back, fadeaway, jump shots and stuff. Like, 
the level of the players, like, fam, every pro, every NBA player is nice than a month. That, I've always known that. I'm a, I'm a basketball player. I'm a basketball coach. I'm around a lot of players. You know how good these cats are. But when you see them in that setting, you see a dude like Montrez Harrell, he's a dude that people be like, Montrez Harrell, just a tough guy. Nah, fam, that dude will bust ass anywhere else but the NBA because they don't ask him to. <laughs> they don't ask him to. Yeah. And that's how good That's how good they are. We, we're not going to ask you to do that, fam. We got Lou Will coming out of the bench giving us 20. Relax. Don't shoot the ball that much, fam. Mm-hmm. Swing it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, like I was telling your points off these putbacks. I was telling Burton, like, and how big these dudes are, bro. Like, I was telling Bert, I was, like, pointing out to her. I was pointing out to wifey, like, hey, that dude was a Laker. That's, that's Tariq Black right there. Like, and she was like, yo, like, he's built like a tree. I was like, yeah. From that motherfucker's ankle to his hip, it's the same size. Just bang it. Bro, the, the basketball been playing is amazing. Said, it's crazy yeah, they're not charging you. Yeah. It, it is. I mean, you know how country people talk with being around EA for a few hours last night at the house yeah. that we had us busting up laughing. I'm a, that's, it's, it's like that all day with him. But uh, <laughs> I'm a, when we got in the car, I was like, bro, that nigga turning black is huge. He was like, that nigga's 6'10 all chest, ain't he? <laughs> I was like, that nigga is huge. And I was telling, uh, I was telling Joe, I wasn't just looking at how tall and how like big his muscles are, bro. Like, his forearms and his hands are fat. Yeah. Like, he's a big, like, every, every he's a big dude, bro. That's what I said, from his ankle to his hip, it's the same size. Like, me and your, like, we're, we're definitely smaller than him, but our leg gets smaller as it goes down. It's not the same size. Like, fam's calf is bigger than my thigh. I was like, yo. And even, and even the little, and even the smaller dudes, because Frank Nitty ain't big, but just, just like, Look, man, there's always good bat, and that's the beauty of basketball. As soon as I realized who Tariq Black was, bro, as soon as I realized who he was, I immediately was like, dang, that nigga big. And then I thought about that meme when the Lakers got into a fight or something, he was just looking over somebody's shoulder like, like man, yeah, if I yeah. got cleaned up, somebody get cleaned up. Yeah. That was the first thing I thought about. Yeah. So I remember looking at that picture, like, who's this rookie nigga think he's going to do some work? That nigga would have done some He would have hurt somebody. He would have hurt somebody for sure. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's like... That, that's the beauty of basketball, and that's what goes to show you, like, these are some of the best athletes in the world to be able to be that big and move that fast and all of that stuff. And to see it up close and in a very, like, the Drew is a very, very raw sense. If you could really toast your man, they're just going to let you toast your man. You know what I'm saying? Like, so if you it's not like an NBA game where they might run a set and they go away from somebody. There's a go-to guy to get a certain amount of touches, fam. As if I want to come up and bust you, I'm going to bust you. And I'm not going to stop until you can show me, yo, Sharif is nice. He's going to be a very good pro. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, I've seen him play before. But seeing him up close since he's since he's had his heart issue, and he's he's bigger than he was before. Like, he's gained, gained weight, and it looked good on him. Like, he's, he's holding it well. Mm-hmm. Fam, they couldn't do nothing with him. And man. he hasn't even played college ball yet. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. That, like, he's going to be a very good pro. I think he might. If I was him, I would kill this year and stay another year. Depending on how good he killed, just to just to get himself ready so he could come right away with the clip. But he's gonna be a really good pro, man. That's not recording. Can you do it for me? Thank you. But I mean, I I can talk about the Drew all day, bro. I feel it. I I can talk about that all day. <clears throat> so then, yeah, when I left when I left your house last night, you got here about like eleven thirty, eleven forty five, eight. Quick burger, quick vegan burger, 
knocked out. No, 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 I did knock out. I edited like, I don't know. I edited some stuff, then knocked out. Then woke up early this morning, took a quick shower, threw on a fresh fit, grabbed all my stuff, jumped in the car, and went and shot a, another episode of A Link Up with Michael Flicks uh, with uh, Babe's Boot Camp. Shout out to Babe's Boot Camp. Uh, had an episode. The hell threw me off. Shout out to Babe's Boot Camp. Went over to, uh, I forget the name of it. I don't know how to pronounce it. It's like Rowana. Rowana Gym on Balboa Ave. Went over and shot an episode of Link Up with them. It was a lot of fun. It was it was really uh really cool to sit down and talk to them and get their story and talk about like what they've been doing and what they got coming up next. That'll drop on um I'm gonna try to since I dropped this first one on the fifth I'm gonna try to drop every month on the fifth. So I'm sure. I'm planning for this next one to come out. Was this July? I'm planning for this next one to come out August fifth. Mm-hmm. So uh, y'all be on the lookout for that. Again, shout out to Bay Boot Camp KK and uh, Apple. Appreciate y'all. Uh yeah, and I came home, came home for a few hours, talked to wifey. Uh, mess with Baron for a little bit, and then uh, grabbed the uh, grabbed the camera, went out the door, and went up to El Cajon Valley, and was shooting what? at a shooting at a, the uh, San Diego Kings Men's League over there. With my yeah. man Abel Hazy. working. Yeah, uh, and it's fun. It, it, made, it so made he's booked and busy this weekend. Hella, hella booked and busy. Hella, <laughs> mucho uh, booked and busy. Mucho, <laughs> mucho booked up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how that's gonna go over. <laughs> Speaking of that, I mean that, that's not gonna go over. But that, that just made me think right now about how much of I mean not our leave slang, that though. <laughs> not our slang. It came from same it's somewhere. But yeah. how much of like the stuff we said, like Shh. everybody else like around us just ended up saying. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, and that's um me me and wifey laugh about that all the time because we talk about that rub off. Because it's like, even if you're around somebody, even if you don't want to, you're going to pick up little keys from them or little things that you do, even if you only do it with them. Like, and in your slang and in your lingo, like, and um, I remember when I first started noticing that with wifey, she said, she said something, what, what did she say? I can't remember exactly what she said, but, um, but she said, she said, um, you feel what I'm saying? And I was like, that's that rub off right there. I stopped her right where she was. I was like, that's that rub off right there. Because before that, she wasn't like, you feel me? You know what I'm saying? Or whatever. Like, So now she joke around. She was like, oh, you feel me? I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah, that's part of your lingo now. But <clears throat> hella shit like that. Hella shit like that. I pick I pick up stuff. Man, it's it's crazy, bro. It's crazy with me. I pick up, I pick up people's accents. Like, when I... When last year, when me and Dame went to, we were in Vegas for like a week almost. We were in Vegas for five days. And when we came back, Bird was like, why are you talking like Dame? I was like, what are you talking about? I for sure noticed that about you. Yeah, and I I pick up people like, way back in the day, Janaja told me that. She was like, you pick up people's like, draw on their words. Because like, when I first met her, she still had her draw. You know what I'm saying? And I was picking that up. And I was like... No, I don't. She was like, yeah, you do. Like, you don't even sound like you're from San Diego, like, right now. Like, you don't even sound like you're a Cali boy. Like, you sound like you're from the South or something. That's funny. When, uh, you remember Sheree? Yeah. She's from New York. We went to high school with her. When I was kicking... I still talk to Sheree every now and then. Okay, that's what's up. When I, uh, when I was kicking it with her a lot, it's funny. I remember Jasmine Hester told me one time, she, I said something. She was like, 
yeah, you've been hanging out with Sheree a lot. Mm-hmm. And then Sheree, she had been out here for, for a few months already, but she said her dad her dad was like, what boy you been hanging out with? She said she was like, what? She said her dad was like, you started, you started to sound like you from California. Like, what boy you been hanging out yeah. with? <laughs> so I guess we all do it like innately. Mm-hmm. Just hearing it. And just I guess it's just like a form of communicating with somebody, making sure they can understand you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because when wifey first, when she first was hanging around us, before we were dating, before anything, when she was just my friend that was around, mm-hmm. she was like, I have no idea what you guys are saying. She was like, I just sit there and I'd be like, yeah, yeah. Because I, I have no idea what you guys are talking about. She was like, she was like, what was she, she said, she said, you guys like use bet like way different. You're like, oh yeah, bet. I'm like, what are you talking? Bet what? Like, <laughs> I was like, yo, it, it means like, yeah, for sure. She was like, like yeah, for sure. It means like, like what you, you can bet on it. Yeah, like, <laughs> she was like, what do you mean for sure? Like, I'm like, all right, all right. Like, literally, I mean, you remember she was asking us, like, she was writing shit down. Like, <laughs> she had a so dictionary. I, I remember when she finally said that, it was so funny, because she was kicking it with us a lot. I'm like, mm-hmm. so she was like, yeah, I had no clue. I would just sit there. I had no she clue. She would ask me after we, like, get in the car or go leave somewhere. We'd be talking later on. She'd be like, so what did, like, what did Kevin mean when he said it? I was like, okay. Like, it was, literally, she had a book. She'd be like, okay, this be that. Like, she was like, know, I don't understand nothing y'all are saying. You know what's so funny? And I, I don't know why I, I don't always think about it, but from time to time I do think about it. I already, I had already known that about her, that she had, like, had no clue what we were talking about. I was writing stuff down. And then, you remember when she used to bake all the time? Mm-hmm. And she would, like, take pictures of it. I mean, everybody would take pictures, especially when yeah. Instagram first came out. You take pictures of stuff all the time. And I remember I was in the back seat. We were at the cul-de-sac. I was in the back seat. You guys were in the front of her car. And she was like, oh, did I show you a picture of my cakes? And I tried so hard not to laugh. And I just started busting <laughs> I remember that. And I just thought it was so funny I because I think I, it just made me think about like she's just there kind of like seeing like you know what I'm saying figuring out like what our slang is and then she like said that and I'm like I don't think she meant to say it that yeah. way that's so funny yeah. though like oh I that was that was so one funny. of the things she was like cakes I'm like yeah like the bakery she was like what I'm like all right <laughs> all right we got to treat you with this hip hop culture a little bit more <laughs> speaking of hip hop culture. Your boy, uh, your boy Iverson, who's responsible, pretty much single-handedly responsible for bringing a kind of merging hip hop and basketball, or making it kind of like bringing raw hip hop to basketball. Yeah. I didn't know your boy was still getting eight hundred k from Reebok, and oh, they said they're happy to. They, they said it's he's still profitable. Oh hell they yeah! They said they're like, oh, that's we're not lo- we're not losing money. On he's pro- he might be the number one brand ambassador, but kids, <laughs> here's the lesson: if you can. Um, one, that's smart business on Iverson's side. And two, when you know you have a great idea, you don't, you know what I'm saying? Like, you make sure that you can benefit off it forever. Like, Iverson didn't have to be a basketball player. He doesn't have to be an active basketball player to still push Reebok. Mm-hmm. Because he's an iconic figure, he's just tied his business to, like, himself. You know what I mean? Like, Away from the court, whether it's fashion or whatever it is. Like, I saw, um, because of Boogie Ellis, I saw when they all went and just sat with Iverson. They just had a dinner. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's why Reebok is happy to pay that 800K a year. Mm -hmm. Like, they probably feel like they're making, they probably feel like they're making out. Under a million dollars. And last year they, no, yeah, it was last year they started retroing his shoes again. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, they're making sure that brand stays alive. Like, that 800K is, that's probably eight. Deal for them. That's great business, though. Eight hundred k to breathe, breathe air, and he just got to be visible. That's probably part of it. 
Just be out here. Go to big three games. Do whatever you got to do. Great business is having an iconic figure like Iverson that every so often you could just put out shoes you made 20 years ago and keep getting money. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Of course, you still got to pay for the fabric that you already have and all that to produce them. This is not a new idea. This didn't take any new brain power or anything else. Like, yeah, all the retro. Jordan is killing the game for years doing this shit. Oh, what? This is the 15th anniversary when uh, Iverson crossed Mike? Put them shoes out. Put, yeah, put that pair out. Mm-hmm. And Michael Jordan was probably the best when it comes to the shoe game of doing that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It was... Absolutely. It was 13, 14 years later after the original drop of some of them shoes in the colorway. That, that colorway, that original shoe, the Playoff 13 was coming out. And I ran my... I drove... Somebody else's Joe's busted car in a storm, sat in the cold with no heat, and then ran and racing my ass to a mall out of town and all that shit to get them shoes. Like, it's great business and marketing. I remember when Jesse got those. I was so jealous, bro. Oh, I was so jealous. Bro, I felt so calm. It's crazy. Because speaking of the shoe game and all that other shit, like, I'll give Jordan some money still on some shit. He can't have my time like that. Yeah, anymore, yeah, I've bro. been saying that for years. Yeah. yeah. And I will not. I mean, the raffle shit has changed all of that, but just think back in the day, it was lines. People was getting shot, killed over this shit. Like, I just, I, I can't do that no more. Like, I think I'm just more, even more like, I'm just done with Jordan. Like, fuck him. Like, yeah, I don't mess with Jordan. It's Braun now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but his, <laughs> his shoes aren't as cool, but yeah, it's, it's Braun. I just feel like the brand is soiled. Like, yeah, there's sure. so many colorways and for everybody's sure. got them. It's like, come on, fam! Like the Travis Scotts and all that stuff. I'm with that shit though. I'm with that shit. I don't like those because that's a new twist on them. I fuck with it, but I like just, the idea. I don't like the shoe. You putting out, you putting out 14 different colors in a year of the same. Come on, fam! Stop, stop, bro! You can't need that money like that, MJ. There's something to be said for the for the it's like the wifey hitting over the head. You got it, you got it. Tiger broke his off crazy. Oh, speaking of that, that's a good segue, bro. Um, you see what um Bezos and his wife they finalized their uh their um their divorce. It was like forty billion, right? Yeah, she got forty billion dollars. Billion dollars, fam. Bezos have forty billion and I to let like, go. I seen people like, oh, he's not tripping. He still got both. I'm like, bruh, that's forty Ooh. billion dollars, fam. When he wrote that, when he signed that check, when they signed that paperwork that she was getting at, he was drunk. He was drinking, getting sick over losing. It don't matter how much. Look, he didn't get all them billions. Not tripping on, <laughs> not tripping on on money here and there. He been rich. And and they they been getting divorced, and they just now finalized so she get that forty. So he was talking about it. He cared, bro, bro. Forty billion dollars. Just think. I don't care how much money I got. I'm never gonna be just cool with coming up off forty billion dollars. Man, I tell people all the time. I like to play blackjack. I like to gamble. And even when I got, even when I feel like I got some money to blow. I'm not trying to blow it. I'm at that table trying to get money, fam. You feel me? It's fun. It's fun. And if I lose some money, I have made up in my mind that I'm losing this, fam. But I'm not happy about it. And when I win a little bit, I'm like, I'm thinking, should I get up out of here if I lose some of this? You know what I'm saying? So that's how I'd be with the money, fam. 40 bill. 
40 bill. That must be nice. That must be nice. Yeah, that's true. What's up, Jeff? <laughs> What's up, Jeff? Shit. Shit. I just... That wasn't on the list. I just remember seeing that. That's, no, 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 no. I'm glad you, I'm yeah, glad you said that. That wasn't on the list, but I just remember seeing that out. And, bro, I was looking at my timeline, and I seen it, and it was a picture of both of them where they're, like, all happy, smiling, and they're probably still together or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. And then it said at the bottom, finalizes um, separation, Bezos pays out $40 billion. And I'm just looking at the post like, like, oh, um, um, like I'm hurting for him. I, I'm... Fuck, I'm hurting for him for you. got $40 billion to let go. Fuck that. And you still got a hundred and something billion. <laughs> yeah, it's still, it's, still, it's still the richest dude. Like, I read I read in that article that, that, that their separation, what she got off of that, put her in the like, top 10 wealthiest people in the world. And Bezos is still in the top five. Why did they get a divorce? I have no idea. I have no idea. I wasn't looking for all them deets, but <laughs> I was like, yo, this dude got the crazy fam. Miss Bezos came to shake things up one time. <laughs> oh, speaking of rela speaking of relationship stuff, I had an interesting convo with um with Joe and Bird. We were talking about like like celebrities and like we 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 originally started talking about the Aisha Red Table Talk thing about like how she felt about that and women like wanting to be like felt it like felt a certain way but and it was like okay like i don't know how we got around to it but we started talking about like we went from how she was feeling to like what steph is doing and she's probably like and then um joe is probably like joe said well what if their situation is she knows steph is out here doing whatever and she still can't get no looks because people are looking at her like, that's Steph Curry's girl. It's like, he ain't no wholesome nigga. I'm just keeping it down. You know what I'm saying? I'm just holding it down. Mm -hmm. And that's like, because I was saying, I was like, either way, I feel her frustration. Because Joe wasn't feeling it. He was like, yo, like, I don't think you should be out here talking like that or whatever it was. You know what I'm saying? But so, like, and I was, um, we started, like, pretty much just spitballing. We was, like, talking about LeBron, like, all of these dudes. And I was telling him, like, all of these dudes have, like, a brand. Like, you know what I'm saying? They're they're branding themselves as family men, as great husbands and all of that stuff. And for for all we know, they are. But like for the sake of our argument, we were saying, like, okay, what if there was infidelity at some point or is continued infidelity or whatever? And Bro was like, Well, you don't understand like why they would stay there. Like it's a money thing, it's all whatever, this is this, that, and the third, women don't want to leave and da, da 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 and all of that. And I was like, yo, if that was me, I'd be like, fam, you you cheating on me, bro. I'm going to mess up your whole little brand. I'm going to leave. And when they ask me why I'm gone, I'm going to tell them. And now you're going to look away. You know what I'm saying? Joe, Joe was like, but what if they got to understand it? It's like, just let me cheat in peace. Just let me cheat in peace. I'm like, fam, that's incredible. That's the situation. What does that mean? <laughs> let me cheat in peace. Like, I'm going to be discreet. I'm not going to do it in your face. But you know when I go out of town, what's up? Come on. No. That, no. Like, and I was, and like, bro, I was like, you just, you really, she was like, are you this naive? Like, you don't really understand, like, how, like, I was like, so what are they doing? They're sitting down talking about this? Like, yo, when I'm out of town, like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do you a favor and I do it in your face and all that other stuff. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, how does that conversation happen? Because I was using, 
I was using like Steph Curry as an example. I was like, Aisha's been there before. He was Steph Curry, fam. Mm-hmm. So if he's running around cheating on me while your ankles are fucked up, you don't know how long you're gonna be in this league. I'm like, fam, what the fuck are you talking about? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, even if it is a money thing, she's like, yeah, cool, but. Once you start branding yourself, it's like, yo, you got a certain amount of power in this. You know what I'm saying? You've branded the family. If the family's no longer here, you, Steph Curry, Christian man, have things that, like, we're going to ask you some tough questions, boy. Mm -hmm. And you better have the right answer. I think that was the one thing that saved Kobe. He wasn't on the whole Christian thing. And then also, also, he he kept being great. Like, no, no, that's what it is, bro. America has a pattern, bro. As long as you're great. Oh, yeah. We 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 can we can turn the blind eye to your trip as long as you're. Oh great. yeah, and depending on your trip and depending on how great you are, we've talked about that with Chris Brown. Yeah, there's like if a lesser artist is not getting away with being somebody. That's why unrecognizable. Bro, that's why R. Kelly is just now getting hit over the head for all the stuff he did. That's why yeah. he was great. We we saw videos of it, bro. Like yeah. he was great. He, he kept making great music. We was like, man, that's definitely the name of love, brother. <laughs> I feel you. That's all. That I mean, that's a damn shame, but <laughs> that's um, that's crazy. Okay, this is the thing because I was telling him like how like, and I was saying like, just 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 keep going with the Steph and Aisha's like scenario, right? Mm-hmm. I'm like, how do you even like parent when you know that's going on? Like, I can only fake happy so much. If even if this is understood, what we're doing, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. The money and all of that shit, I can only act so happy. Do you just go and get you a little something, something too? But that, but, and that's what I was telling Is that telling. how you get happy? You just go and get you a little something? I mean, I guess if y'all, people have open relationships. But, and, and I and I don't care what you're doing. Your relationship, if y'all open, if whatever it is, you're swinging or whatever it is, y'all do what y'all do. You know what I'm saying? But I'm saying in their situation, obviously wasn't like that because mm-hmm. you wouldn't have had a problem. Mm-hmm. And in this hypothetical that we're talking about, right, you know what I'm right, saying? Right, right, right. Or whatever, right? And, because, and that's what I was telling them, like, if that's the situation, would her just going out and getting hers make her whole? Because I don't think it will. Because she's mad that he's cheating on her. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But now, Burr was like, I mean, she can't get to a point to where it's like, this is a business relationship. We have kids together. Like, we don't hate each other, but you're going to do what you're going to do. And I'm definitely going to do what I'm, what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. like I, I, I wonder how many like, rough. professional athletes have marriages and relationships like that with both people who are like, look, man, look. Like, I'm going to be like, the, like the, the dude is like, look, man, I'm in, I'm in all these cities. I'm in all these states all year round. Yeah. Like, and then what the woman is like, well, check this out. I got all this money and I'm in all the finest clubs getting hollered at. So, I mean, when we together, we play family. We play we play house. We play nice, nice for the camera. No, or, or we really do care about each other. But when we go home, we know what we do. Yeah, or that too. But, I'm sure there's a lot of that. Yeah, but see, because... I, I I just don't I just don't understand I just don't I understand it I understand it because I told them I was like bro if I'm traveling that much because I I personally I like I like I like a nice strip club anybody that really knows me they know that mm-hmm. I literally when we were coming back from kicking it with Isaac and Stephanie on the fourth and stuff like that I told them I was like. San Diego needs a really nice strip club. And everybody was like, wait, what? Because I was just thinking of it. Like, we were driving down the freeway, and I was like, our night was over. Like, we built your last strip club. You know what I'm saying? But there's no really nice strip club out here. You know, not not one that I be in. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Or whatever. I would, if there is, I don't know about it in San Diego. Y'all let me know. Um, I told her, like, if I was like, if I'm an athlete and that's my situation, I'm not cheating on my wife, fam. 
You could go to a strip club in every city you go to, get a lap dance, and go home. Bro, like, if you're saying you you need attention, they're like, oh, I'm out of town. I, you know what I'm saying? Like, I see what you're saying. Th- that's what I'm saying, bro. Saying. There's shit you could do where you don't have to disrespect your wife. If she takes it as disrespect, and that's what I'm saying. This, right. And I used to curry, hypothetical, she's like, I'm mad at I don't get attention. Dudes don't holler at me. They don't look at me like that because I'm Steph Curry's wife. We're branded a certain way, but he's out here doing his thing. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, it's hard for me to get mine being Steph Curry's wife. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's like, come on, fam. This shit you could do. This shit you could do, fam. Right. Just so I won't have to deal with none of the awkward shit. Like, I, I'm not a dog like that. So I guess I, I guess I don't understand that. Right, I, I, right, right. And that's what I would call it. You running around cheating. I don't give a fuck with you. I don't care what you got, bro, going on. I don't care what you got her to agree to or what you got him to agree to. You're you're savage, man. Yeah, you're wild. Yeah, Why you're, get you're, married if you're that's what I, That's that. what I'm saying. This could be your girl. You guys got a kid. Come on. It's 20. Come on, man. It's 2019. Steph Curry and Aisha were not married, but she was at all the games and they had the kids and they looked like they were great co-parents. Wouldn't it wouldn't be no difference? It wouldn't be no difference. Except Steph will get questions like, "Are you and Aisha gonna get married?" Aisha be on the show and they be like, "Are you guys gonna get married one day?" You know what I'm saying? That's the only difference there would be. You don't have to do all that shit. You don't. Mm-hmm. That, that's what I'm like. Come on, fam. Come on, fam. For me, that'd be just way too hard, fam. That'd be way too hard. Cause now, like. You know what I'm doing now. I'm coming back up in the house and what we do, laying in bed together? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, we get it popping after I come back from getting it popping. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, fam. Like, come on. I, I just don't, like... And the whole parenting aspect. I just don't understand. While we're, while we're talking about athletes, you wanted to talk about Kaepernick. I hadn't heard anything about it. Oh, okay. So, Colin Kaepernick. And I had, I had this in sports just because, I mean, it's not really a sports topic, but um, Nike had a 4th of July Air Max that they wanted to put out, and it had the um, American flag with the 12-star circle on it for the original 12 colonies or whatever, right? Um, and Colin Kaepernick brought to Nike's attention, hey, fam, like, there's a segment of us, we don't mess with that. We know what that time symbolizes. No, 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 no. That's when the whole, that whole shit was really getting popping. For us black people out here, you know what I'm saying, and they they didn't put it out, or they 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 were gonna take the 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 uh, flag off of the shoe, and there was a big ass outrage for people that are like, oh, so just because, so just because um, so just because Colin Kaepernick said, just because it makes some people mad, it was like, yeah, 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 like what are you here to ta- make money, not offend people? Yeah, and it's like. And that's why they're in the lead. Yeah, people were stuff like that. People were killing. People were killing Colin Kaepernick for that. And it's like, fam, like this is a very simple. This is very simple. You could put out the shoe with the our current flag. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think that. I don't think that's what Colin Kaepernick was saying. I don't think that he wanted the flag on there. Period. Right. You know what I'm saying? But definitely not the twelve star circle. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's like, I just thought it was funny because it shows how much people fight and no shit is fucked up, but they don't care to fight when, like, you're fighting over stupid shit. You're fighting over stupid shit. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, it's a shoe. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, 
and it's, it definitely has something to do with it being Kaepernick as the messenger and all of this stuff. You know what I'm saying? Because if it would have been some, if it would have been some exec, some white exec sitting in the office that was like, "Hey, that's not going to play well with the black community," they would have been fine with it. Mm -hmm. But it's because of Colin Kaepernick and what he symbolizes, and him saying that, and Nike actually doing it. Mm -hmm. And that's what I thought was interesting. It was like, I think all these people are mad and outraged because Nike's listening to that boy, troublemaker, whatever. It, you know what I'm saying? Whatever mm -hmm. it is. Mm -hmm. Because, like, bro, after I seen that, I saw it on Instagram. And then I went and looked it up on Twitter, bro. And, you know, Twitter's where everybody feel like they ain't getting a bag. People are going crazy. Let me ask you something about Nike before I forget. Do you think Nike makes a conscious effort? You think Nike makes a conscious effort not to hire like bigots and racist people, or do you think they just have the right people in the decision making positions? Um, nah, cause I, nah, I I think that Nike makes it. I think Nike makes it a point not to. They know who they're selling to. One of their biggest customers is the NBA. If they're not playing to the NBA's fan base, they're stupid. You know what I mean? So they put people in place that'll help them do that. I think they do what any business would do. I think that Nike just they they make more of the right moves. Mm -hmm. That's what I think. Mm -hmm. I think they make more of the right moves. Like, oh, like the whole Colin Kaepernick thing. Nobody wanted to touch Colin Kaepernick. They're like, this will play well with our people. And yeah, they did use Colin Kaepernick. But they're now they're taking his word. You know what I'm saying? Like, I I don't think that because I don't think that I don't think that you doing the right thing shouldn't mean that you don't like get paid or that it can't be beneficial to you financially uh, or whatever it is. They are a merchant. They're a business. They're yeah, a sportswear exactly. line. Exactly. And if I align myself money. with Kaepernick, I'm getting with all those people. And maybe those are or aren't our beliefs. But doing good business here. We're doing good business. And we're damn sure not going to go out of our way to offend people in the name of we could do whatever and we that's want. that's what I'm saying. The, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's is, crazy. They're sending the right message while making money. Even if it yeah. isn't genuine, you know how big their platform is. You know how wide their message like is spread. Yeah. So if they're if they're out here saying like, "Hey, check this out," while 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 that president is doing what he's doing, he's doing that to Muslim people. We're gonna make we're gonna make hijabs for for Muslim women to, to play sports in. While 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 they're doing all that to Colin Kaepernick, we're gonna do this. We're no, gonna continue making all these Martin Luther King. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, no, we're going to be they, doing stuff And when like they do this. those things, yeah, I think they do make a conscious effort to get the right people. Because, because Gucci thought they was going to kill it with the turban. But definitely there was nobody there that's like, hey, Nike's like, hey, would this be cool? They went to people in that community. Do you guys want input? Is this something that you'd actually wear? Is this something that you'd actually use? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And after they say, yeah, they say, okay, help us in the, help us how to market this. Help us how to do this the right way. You know what I'm saying? I think they do it when they're doing projects like that, like with the hijabs or whatever it is. You know what I mean? They make they make a conscious effort to have the right people in those places. No, I don't think that they have like a multicultural coalition in their in their head office advising advising their board. You know what I mean? I don't think they have that. Mm -hmm. But when they have these Colin Kaepernick things, yeah, they put the right people over there. So look, we can't fuck this up. This is already a hot button issue. Right. Yeah, and they go get the right people, which they should be commended for it. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, shit, Joe always talks about this. Like, having the right faces and the right people in the room when you're having a conversation. They don't got to be in charge, bro. But if you got a couple people that look like the people you're trying to get a hold of, they might help you. And you might not come off corny as shit. Don't they call stuff like that, like, focus groups or something like yeah. that? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. 
It shouldn't be hard to do. You, you know what I'm saying? And it's like, I mean, the focus group could be a scam too, though. They just don't want. They just don't care to listen to what we said. This isn't like a like a like a like a broad message thing or like a belief thing that's spread everywhere. But it, it reminds me of when Jamie Foxx was talking about when he uh, when he did Muhammad Ali. When he did Muhammad Ali, he was uh, I forget the guy's name, but with, like with the weird voice. The trainer. Yeah, he's like you know you're gonna be God shot. Do with that voice. He uh he he said while he's filming the movie, they're doing a scene. And like the director, who's a white dude, or some 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 somebody somebody that had some type of say, told him he's like, oh, and in this scene, when uh, when when Muhammad comes over there, you're gonna run over to him and like throw this like big hug on him and do this that and third and like seemed like he was like, like why why would I do that? He's like because it's Muhammad Ali. He was like, no 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 no. He said I think Muhammad Ali like I don't know. He did something to, to where he was supposed to be afraid. He's supposed yeah. to be like he was like why 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 would why would I, I get scared of that? He's like it's Muhammad Ali. He was like, hey, check this out. Black people aren't afraid or, like, intimidated or, like, oh, like, taken aback by other black people. Like, it doesn't work that way. Yeah. And he said, he, he, like, the director was like, nah, we're going to shoot it this way. He said he shot it that way. And then he said they were out somewhere. And he said they were out somewhere. And one of his fans, a black dude, came up to him and was like, oh, shit, Jamie, what's up, bro? And just threw a, and just randomly, like, gave him a dap and threw, threw a big hug threw on him. And, he said he said, and, and the director was with him. He said he looked at him and was like, like, bro, like we see each other and are like, oh damn, but yeah, we're not that's like my guy. We yeah. don't we don't like trembling. It's not like this, like oh my god. Yeah, like, yeah. And he said that he that the director ended up taking that scene out because of that, yeah. which is dope. And and I'm not even I like I always tell people this, like especially like in workplaces and stuff like that. Like I'm not gonna get mad at you for not knowing. I'm gonna get mad at you for not knowing and not listening to me when I'm telling you I fucking know. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Like, like in that situation, Jamie Foxx is like, fam, this wouldn't play like that. You're like, nah, we're going to shoot it like that. You can have your opinion, but I'm telling you this is how it is. Mm-hmm. It's like, fam, I got the right answer. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, nah, I want to do it wrong. Oh, you want to do it wrong. They okay. Because I know that's how that's how I feel. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, Because that's, I mean, that's 100% right. Like, I, I've seen, <laughs> like, even at the Drew and all these, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, NBA players and shit is walking past. It's like. They walking past you like, yo, what's up, bro? Good, good game, fam. It's not like, should I go talk to him? It's like he walking by. This is my guy right here. Speaking of that, I meant to bring that up when we when we talked about the Drew. When I one of the one of the little dudes I talked, no, I shouldn't say it like that, but he's like smaller than me, and I'm pretty sure he was younger. Um, but one of the, one of the dudes uh, that I spoke to when I was on the baseline, um, oh y'all, he wasn't there. Okay, so when I was already inside, right? Like I, I already spoke about, it. I worked on a project with Nitty, like him, like walking in, like coming from the parking lot, like him walking in, like that's what we shot. Um, and so like as he's walking in, like I'm just filming while he's shaking hands and everything. I'm just filming, right? And then like he walks off and he does his thing, and I go like, you know, what I'm saying I, I wasn't even there. I was really there just to film that, film his game, and leave. So after I did that, I turned my camera off and went, sat back down with yeah, and waited for his game to start. Yeah. That's why y'all see me sitting down. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, and then when I went back over to the baseline, the dude, I, when I, when I, the dude like, didn't say nothing to me. Like When I'm walking past him, he's like looking at me like, who is this nigga? Like, he walked yeah. in with Frank. Who is this nigga? Yeah. Um, and I finally said something to him just because I'm about to be standing next to you for the next like hour or so. Yeah. I'm like, what's up, man? I was like, my name is Michael Flicks. What's your name? He told me his name. We, we start following each other on Instagram. I mean, he, he, was like, he was like, hey, man. He was like, how do you know Frank? I was like, what did you say? He was like, how do you know Frank? I was like, I don't really know him like that. Like, I met him, like, a few weeks ago. He was like, 
He's like, how'd you get to, uh, how'd you get to shoot with him? I like, I just walked up to him and asked him. <laughs> He's like, you just asked him? I was like, well, no, I DM'd him first. And then, yeah, I just walked up to him and asked him. Yeah. He's like, really? I literally said, I was like, yeah, bro, he's a person. And he started laughing. I was like, no, nah, it's, it's real. He's, yeah. like, he's a person, bro. And when you treat people as a person. <laughs> I was like, bro. It's funny how that works. I was like, bro. I, I said to him, I was like, these are all NBA players in here, bro. I guarantee. I was like, I, I said to him, I was like, that's what the fans do. They walk up like, hey, can I get a picture? I was like, bro, and if you're here to work, why can't we walk up to him like, hey, bro, can I? The worst thing I can say is no, and you're right back in the situation you're in right now. Yeah. Cool. I'm going to take some pictures of you. I'm taking pictures of you open up. <laughs> a lot, a lot of, a lot of them don't remember though, and I told yeah. Rodney that when me and Rodney were there a couple uh, weekend before last, I've, I've met like formally met Nick Young once, like yeah. formally met like what's up I'm Mike, what's up I'm Nick, like formally yeah. met him once, but actually like like cross paths and shaking hands with him at least four or five times. Like I've shaken yeah. his hand like four or five times. Yeah. Um. The la- the last time I saw him, I'm sure of course he doesn't remember. He sees millions of people all the time. Um. The last time I saw him though, when me and Rodney were there, I was on the baseline. And who did he know? Oh, my my homie that got the jumper hit in his face. Mm-hmm. Uh, him and him and Nick know each other personally. Yeah. Uh, so and I'm sitting I'm standing right next to him, right after the game. And so like Nick is talking to him like, "Dang man, sorry I had to get you, bro." And then shook yeah. his hand. And I'm standing right next to him. And he was like, "All right, man." And then shook my hand and then left. Right. And I'm like right. And I see I seen Rodney. Like I shouldn't put him on blast like that. But I seen Rodney kind of like look at me and like like look oh, away shit. like, what the hell. Is- they didn't shake hands like they yeah. knew each other. And I was telling Rodney when he was walking out, I was like, I don't know if that nigga shook my hand because he remembers me or because I was just standing next to a nigga he was speaking to. And that was like the fourth or fifth time I've been like, hey, what's up? Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure you don't remember. He probably recognized the face. Yeah, it was yeah. like, it, it, he see you in the same spot. He probably recognized the face and was like, oh, yeah, what up, my man? He probably don't remember you directly. Right, right, right. He right, remember right. like, oh, dude's always been cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you right, know right, what I mean? Right, type right, of shit. Right. That's, I mean, that's regular shit. Like... He said, he's a person, bro. <laughs> he's a person. If that what do you what do you mean? What do you mean? <laughs> and like I said, a really nice guy. Uh were you scared when the earthquake hit us, bro? We've been waiting on the big one here in California, in Southern California for a long time. Um, Did you think it was the big one? No, but that shit was significant. So me, me, Darius are sitting down watching Summer League, funny, watching Zion's game. He bumped knees. He was done playing after the first half. So he just watched dunk the- cause the earthquake. Nah, uh, <laughs> yo, he was throwing. He was throwing. Okay, dog, dog. But uh, <laughs> but um, when the earthquake when the earthquake went down, we was watching the game. Um, and me and Darius looked at each other at the same time. And he was like, "Yo, are we having an earthquake?" And I'm like, "You feel that?" He's like, "Yeah." Bird up walking around, and then it, and then it intensified a little. And then it intensified a little bit. And we was like, oh, shit. Like, no, it's an earthquake for real. Like, our building was rocking a little bit. Mm-hmm. And like, swaying. You know what I'm saying? We wasn't like, oh, shit, the shit falling down. But shit was moving around, right? Wifey walking around. I think she was straightening up something. And we're like, yo, you feel the earthquake? She's like, no. We're like, yo, it just got intensified a little bit. What do you mean? Right? The game. So, wherever it was in California, that shit was still registering in Vegas. Because it was shaking the Thomas and Mack Center. It was shaking the the Jumbotron and the speakers they have suspended above the court. Right. So they stopped the game, cleared the court out and all of that other stuff, bro. Like the earthquake wasn't crazy. If you if you a California native and if you were in San Diego, it wasn't crazy. I'm sure a seven point something wherever it registered wherever the epicenter was, 
was rocking. Yeah, for sure. But uh, me and and me and mine's up in up in Esco. It was it was it was significant enough to move. Like I went straight to the timeline. Cause bro was like, we ain't having no earthquake. Y'all tripping. Went straight to the timeline, and she was like, oh, see if people are talking about it. I'm like, they definitely talking about it. You the only person that don't feel this shit. Right. Right. Go on there, and I just started showing. I like look. I just start scrolling. Everybody talking about the earthquake. Yo, did you guys feel that? You know what I mean? Like people, people out of the state, like prayers up to you know what I mean? Whatever, you know what I mean? Like, and homeboy the homeboy that was with Doris Burke calling the Summer League game, he never experienced, and they on the live broadcast, right? And they he never experienced the earthquake. And he's like, the ground is moving beneath our feet. And like he was flipping out. Like you could tell he didn't want to be there. He didn't want to be there. He's like, I can't report on sports, not natural disasters. Yeah, you can tell he didn't want to be there no more. Like, that shit was swinging above his head. He was like, like yo. Swing left and then right and then left and then right. I was like, this yes, this is how earthquake works. Yes, but the earthquake, nah, it wasn't like, I feel like I've been with people that have not grown up in California. This ground move at all, they are shook. Daddy, like, want to move. Want to move? Like, nah, I can't live out here. Nah, I gotta go. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know, I know a nigga from Carolina that said, "Yo, fam, I'll trade you." No, no, no. He was like, "Fam, I'll take a tornado any day over an earthquake." I was like, "What?" I was like, "Fam, our buildings are made to resist the earthquake a little bit. Tornado just be ripping y'all niggas' houses up, throwing it clear across the street and shit." He was like, "Fam, I can get in the cellar." And I know I'm gonna be good, bro. This ground starts shaking. And like in my building, we on the third floor. So we was we was feeling it. You know what I'm saying? Nah. They're not hearing that. They're not here for none of that. Like, where was you at? Where was you at? Because didn't you just come up over to my house right after that? The first one, I think I was the the, the first one was on the fourth, right? Yeah, the first one was on the first fourth. First one was on the fourth, so I was at that block party. Uh I didn't even, we didn't even talk about our fourth of July. I was at that uh, that block party with Jesse and Stefan. I definitely didn't feel it there. And then the 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 one the second one the day after I was driving if I'm not mistaken mm-hmm. so no I didn't feel I didn't feel yeah. either one the the one on the fourth I don't know where I was at when it happened because I was moving I was doing a lot of moving around I was on the street I was downtown though I was on a bird so I don't know but I didn't feel it I didn't feel the one on the fourth um but this other one yo seven seven point is rocking fam seven point is rocking wherever the epicenter is it was like it was like River something, California. It was like in the. It wasn't Riverside. It was. It was like in the middle of nowhere though, which is a good thing. Mm. Which is a good thing. But that that's rocking, bro. For sure, that's rocking. You want to get into our fourth right now? Yeah, we can do it. What'd you do for the fourth? Um, so I'll start with what I usually do. I'm usually like on the beach or we're all chilling, and um, we do the normal fourth stuff. We stay out till the fireworks go off, eat barbecue or do whatever, right? Um. And this year, I, this year I did something totally different. Me and um, me and wifey, we've been really, we've been really bugging Isaac and Stephanie about because they had this d- dope shit on a um, on their Instagram feed uh, like two weeks ago, and they they like they're falling off in speakeasies, right? So he's like, "Yo, y'all gotta take us, fam. Y'all gotta like like I was joking with Isaac. I was like, "Yo, you gotta put me on the education of the game. You fancy, bro? Like, you know what I mean? Or whatever, right? So." We went out. Um, we went out to dinner, um, and then we went to the speakeasy, bro. The spot, bro. The speakeasy spot was, and they, and they do it right. Like you got to be there at a certain time because they they not just open. 
It's like you got to find it. You know what I'm saying? So it's like they open like the side door in this building, take you in the back way. And it's like it's real cool. It's real. It's real. Um, it's, it's very nice in there, but it's very small, like speakeasy style. You know what I'm saying? Drinks mm-hmm. is harsh mm-hmm. and all of that stuff. Um, and then we rode the birds around town. We went to like two or three different spots all that night. All four of you guys did? Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, we went from dinner to the speakeasy spot. Um, well, first we parked downtown, of course. Hopped the birds to the restaurant. Ate at the restaurant. Hopped the birds to um to the speakeasy. And then hopped the birds to the next spot we went to. Um, and then back to the car, and then we did. It, it was a nice, it was a nice evening, man. It was cool. I hadn't, um, I hadn't seen Stephanie in a minute. It was super, it was super not in a minute is an understatement. But um, it was good seeing her, bro. It was good hanging out with uh Isaac and uh Stephanie, and the speakeasy shit is lit. We gotta do that. Who fell off they uh? Nobody. Nobody fell off. Nobody. The bird was going slow. The bird was moving mass slow. Moving mass slow on the bird. Mm-hmm. I was hot because you know me. I get some wheels on me. Yo, that's the best way to move around downtown, fam. I, though, I'm so I'm so thankful for those, bro. That was a great idea, bro. That's a great idea. I met a a, met, a downtown metropolitan area. That's a great way to move around. Mm-hmm. Just be able to park it outside your restaurant. You know, there's gonna be one not too far from you. Just uh, link the phone, bloop, 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 boom, hop on, mm. take to your next spot, dump it, dump it on the curb. You know what I'm saying? Like that, that, that was dope. And and when I first, cause I hadn't been on one, I hadn't been on one before since they first dropped, and they was kind of slow when they first came out. Mm-hmm. Um, they put some speed on these motherfuckers, bro. They go. Yeah, they go until you hit like a slow area. Then they gear down, so you're not, you know, going crazy or whatever. But I was weaving through traffic. Like I've only gotten on one once. I, I used to get on the bikes a little bit though. It's supposed to be uh, when my my, my nephew is out here for the summer. He, when he, whenever he comes over, we are gonna go grab some scooters and ride around for a little bit. I'm just gotta make sure I don't fall off. You know, I'm you're not gonna fall off. Not clumsy, I am. You ain't gonna fall off. You ain't gonna fall off. Like before, you couldn't like skid on. Like bro. You done drove a go-kart, rode a skateboard. You're going to be good on that shit. Like, yeah, yeah, you good. Like, they ain't that fast. <laughs> they ain't that fast where you going to fall off. Like, I was skidding around. I was weaving between people and cars and shit. Like, you ain't, nah, you ain't going to trip. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, nah, was, what was your fourth? You, you said you went to the block party. Yeah, I went to the block party. Uh, I was tight, man. Like, had a lot of fun at the block party. Yeah. I was tight that me and Baron wasn't matching as well as we were supposed to be matching. Man. You know, like when we go out to stuff like that, I want to make sure we matching. Bro, we went out the night before, went out to uh the the Ross out here that's not the closest Ross to us stays open until like one in the morning, bro. What? So at like eleven thirty. Shit. So at like eleven thirty. Me and Baron go to Ross. I go find a new both of us a new shirt that wasn't the same shirt, but it was the same color relative. Yeah, color you know what I'm saying? yeah. And we both got a pair of tan cargos. I'm like, okay, we go wear these shirts, wear our tan cargos. We go rock out, be matching. You know what I'm saying? I mess around and didn't didn't uh didn't pull out my tan uh my tan cargos the the night before. Looking for them the the, the day of, couldn't find them. Had thrown something else. We see we was matching a little bit, but not how we were supposed to. I was mm-hmm. a little upset about that. But we went uh went down to uh went down to Vista, saw uh uh linked up with Jesse, and then we drove on out. I think like right on like the edge of like dang he got up right on the edge of like Vista and Oceanside. Was that mm-hmm. the, the you remember his homie Myron? 
Yeah. He was at Myron's house at uh, at the at the, the block party at his house, the little gated community he lived in. So that was fun. And then uh that was Thursday and then Friday had we drove on back down sorry, Thursday we drove on back down to San Diego after the block party. Had work on Friday. I was upset at work all Friday. Like, bro, why did I not take this day off? Yeah. I was lucky. I thought I was gonna have to work and then I didn't have to. So it was cool. And part of what makes me working the summer easy, okay, so like because because I supervise the before and after school program, uh, but it's the summertime right now, so over the summer, all all the new paperwork is coming in, you're getting that like copied and scanned into yeah. the system, getting everything processed, you get you like reorganizing your site, getting everything cleaned up. So the first four in the morning uh, the first four. Yeah, the first four the first four hours of my shift first four hours of my shift in the morning, I'm doing paperwork and getting everything together. Organizing, you know what I'm saying? Doing all the paperwork, doing all the admin. Then in the afternoon, I go to the uh, to the I'm you know unit leader of the summer camp. Yeah. Part of what makes that that four hours at camp so chill is my camp goes to goes to the pool every day. So I just get in the pool every day. And so for like pretty much that that hour and ten minutes, I'm not even really working. I am. I'm like, hey yo, make sure that life that that life. You watch your on. kids, but but I'm not, not up in the hustle and bustle bro, of moving. Yeah. It's to the point where like they were. I, I if you work it. with kids, you know that's the chill time. You got to be on your shit. The pool is very dangerous, but it's not moving them around, going from field trip back right, to site. Right. It's not that bus head counts all that. Shit. It's not right, that. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. And and bro, it's to the point where like I'm I'm in the pool every day. I'm in the pool every day. To the, and I make it so fun for the kids to the point where, like, on Friday when I didn't get in, so many of these kids was upset. <laughs> and I got the I got the camp that's five and seven year olds. Yeah. And so like they little kids, so they was really really upset. Yeah. You know what I mean? But yeah, I'm yeah I'm in there every day. I'm in there every day. Getting your pool work. Getting the pool work. <laughs> I really be doing it too. Every day when I get in there. Every day when I get in, there, I spend like the first like twenty minutes just jumping up and down on my left leg. On yeah. my the, the one I had surgery on. Like yeah. That first like twenty minutes. That's smart. Yeah yeah. Got to do it. You wanna uh. You want to go through music and sports and get out of here? Yeah, we could do that. Dreamville, bro. Look, there's 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 a lot of new music that came out. Um, I believe, shit, I believe there's a Benny the Butcher, another another project that he's on, but not his. But bro, this Dreamville, this Dreamville shit that came out is hard, bro. It's hard, bro. There's so many artists. It wouldn't make sense to sit here and try to name all of them right now, but um, JID, like, they did it right. They did it right. J. Cole, I thought he'd be on some Let My Young Boys Get It. No, he was on it enough. He, he, a lot, actually. And he was dope on everything he did. JID, somebody you want to hear from from that crew, is featured on there heavily. Um, Boss is on there. Um, one of my personal favorites are the Young Boys coming up. Reasons on there, um, a lot. Vince Vince Staples is on the track, and it's just every track, every track is very, very good, bro. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, this okay. Who is this? Who is this rapper right now? Uh, I think that's I think that's uh, cause. It's because there's so many people on it. It's hard to know who's who because I mean, you're going from track to track and you're doing so much. I like how every track the first artist says thing though. I love yeah. that. Bro, I was tight because the first time I watched the first watched this, the first time I listened to this, I was in the car 
enjoying this, yeah. enjoying myself, and for whatever reason, like it just stopped. It's like the track is broken. I'm, I'm just like, whatever. I'm gonna have to listen to it out of order. Yeah. Nothing will work. Oh, I was tight. I have to come back to it and make sure I listen. Bro, I've been, I haven't been able to get off of this. Like this Dreamville shit is so good. I love Jalen Smith as an artist. I love him. I love him. That kid's really good. Really talented. Dope music. I haven't been able to sit down with his shit because I've been on this so hard. And when Jalen drops his shit, if it's a single, whatever, I go listen. At least give it the run through before right. I really sit with it. You know what I'm right, saying? Right. Because I just want to hear. I'm, he's one of those artists for me. When he puts something out, I go. I don't need to hear nothing prior. I go. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But I've been on this so hard, bro. Like that Lambo truck, that Rembrandt, that Wells Fargo track on there. Um, Scissor, not Scissor. Is it Scissor? Um, um, the um. The dollar sign track, the Ty dollar sign track. I want to say that sizzle with him, but um, that track is fire, bro. If you haven't heard it, or if you're not like, you don't know a lot of people in Dreamville, so you don't listen to a bunch of their music. This will make you go seek these guys out. Yeah, it will. It will. It, it accomplished. They hit the mark. They hit the mark. They wanted to push their brand and all of that. Like, good job, J Cole. Good job, Dreamville. This shit is hard, bro. This shit is hard, bro. I haven't even been able to... Like I said, I haven't listened to none of the other new shit. So, that's my breakdown on this. My my highlights from it are... Um, are... Lambo Truck, Swivel, Wells Fargo. Sunset is hard, too. Sunset is hard, bro. And, um... Oh, so okay, look. So I'm not. So I'm My not over. My standouts, real quick, were Under the Sun, Self Love, Self Love is Hard, 1993, Rembrandt, and Got Me. The only thing I will say, the only thing that I did not like about this, so I could sound like I'm trying to be like objective, is I didn't like Middle Child. It's just I've heard the track too many times, and when it came on, I was like, I don't need to hear this shit. Like I wanted to skip it, you know what I mean? Because I've heard it so much. I wanted to get to all the shit that I hadn't heard these people that I don't know and all of that stuff. I didn't think it was just a freebie when you put it out. I, no, I didn't think so either, but it's so far behind the project. I mean, so far ahead of the project that it's like, yo, yo, just let us get just let us get to the new people. But that's my only critique, and I don't give it I don't give a damn. Well, like but that. then again, the fact that he's the only one, I, it's that's yeah, like it's hard to say. It, it's um, it sounded like they had a blast recording all this shit, and and then they just gave it to us. You know what I mean? It was like, yo, I got a great idea. Let's go do all this. Let's let's go have a sesh. Let's go have a sesh, like a crazy sesh where we all just go and spaz. And then we we hit anybody and everybody we know or want to be on the track, and then we'll just use the best of it. And this is bro, it, it's so dope, bro. It's so dope. Um, let me let me at least tell let me at least tell the other new shit that's out. But like I said, I haven't listened to it. Um, Jaden Smith, J- Jaden, yeah, Jaden, yeah, Jaden Smith is out. Um, no, I did listen to um to Big Time, Rick Ross's single. It's good. It's good. It, it ain't bad. I personally don't think that Rick Ross is capable of bad music. I think that he knows his sound. He knows what his fans want to hear. So, bro, he might not always smash, but he'll always hit the mark. Have you heard this Post Malone young thing? No, I haven't. But I'm not a Post Malone. I try not to listen to him. This coach. Oof, this shit hard, bro. 
That Post Malone, uh, Young Thug is dope, bro. So you tell me, I need it's a single, or they did like a project. It's a single, as far as I know. Okay, so okay, so you telling me I need to go listen to? It. I listen to Post Malone, but I don't like it. You know, what that I mean? guy makes really good music. Yeah, bro. just because of stuff he said, but no, his music is really good. And see, for his me, music is really good. and see, there's been a lot, there's been a lot of things that, but there's been a few things that I've heard that I didn't like when I first heard it, and then I went and listened to it again, or went and watched it again, and I wasn't, I wasn't so offended by it. Yeah, kind of like the whole like, and I'm saying that okay, like what he said about hip hop. It's like I mean maybe the hip hop he makes or the hip hop that he chooses to listen to, but that ain't true. That's how he feel. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But to say but say you're not hip hop when you're clearly using hip hop, like you know what I mean? Like come on. But I didn't like that. But no no no. That doesn't mean he's not capable of good music. Um, Rick Rosses need to give us the album. He needs to just give us the album. Like. I don't need singles. Speaking of artists that you just go to, he's he's one of those. Like, I got a short list of, yeah, the, of artists I just go to when they're out. I, my list of artists like that is short. It's Wale, it's Rick Ross, um, Jaden Smith, um, um, and that's probably it, bro, right now. Um, Rick Ross, Jaden Smith, and Wale. Probably, probably the only people that I, as soon as it's out, I don't need to hear nothing, whatever, and I just go. Uh, Those are probably the only three. But, I mean, I like I like a ton of people, but those are the people that I run to like that. And I say that to say, Ross, give us the album, fam. I have no doubt that it's going to be good. But when you put out these singles and it's like, like, act, like um, act a Fool was dope. I, I like that track. Um, but this one wasn't, it wasn't fire, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But, but it might fit on an album if it's on the album. So give us the album so we can, so we can judge it. Cause you don't need this shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that, that could be a function of how much say so and power he has in his, in his music and his rollouts and all of that other stuff. But I, I'm just, re- I'm, I will be waiting for the Rick Ross album. I don't need all these singles, but there is a single out. Um, that's all I got for music. I'm, I'm on the Dreamville shit. It, it's, it's, they gave us a ton of tracks. J. Cole didn't let his young boys handle it. He was on it too. And, and and the young boys came hard. The features that they got along with Dreamville are hard. Reasons verse on Lambo Truck is crazy. Um, Reasons one of my favorites, bro. Yeah. Well, he's one of my favorites, bro. Like, I'll put it like this in Dreamville, my favorite person in Dreamville is J.I.B. My favorite person in TDE is Reason right now. And that'll probably change when Kendrick drops. But, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, well, shit, it changes every time somebody in TDE drops. I was about to say, that's how it is for me. <laughs> I was Because I'm thinking about the albums. I'm thinking J-Rock, Redemption. I'm like, that was the only thing I was listening to. When Reason dropped, that was the only thing I was listening to. And every time Kendrick dropped, drop what you're doing and listen to what Kendrick's putting out. Gotta do it. Uh, yeah. So, but if I if I had to pick a favorite. I'd probably pick Reason out of TDE and JID. I just like I just like I like what I've heard rapping wise from JID, um, and I like just how he talks. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. how he talks about like his career and stuff like that. He's like, yo, I'm not coming out here to make friends, bro. I'm coming to kill niggas, bro. Like J Cole could be all nice with everybody, but he he signed a killer. I spit, bro. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like yeah, I like right. that. I like that. And I think the and I think every rap crew. Every every rap crew needs to do like that. 
Like, hey, fam, I know, I know you trying to do that, but yo, we could really yeah, nigga that on politics and play nice. Yeah, 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 yeah. We 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 don't play with kid gloves, fam. I'm, yeah, I'm not. Them, so niggas don't. So niggas know it ain't sweet. Yeah, or or at least, and they know like you come against at least one of them. At least one of them dudes is gonna come out. You say something bad about the set or whatever, but I mean, you got anything other than that on music? Nah. Nah, I did really like that post Malone. I did want to bring that up though. Uh, we can go ahead and uh, talk about sports and they get up out of here. Um, let's. You wanna you wanna start with basketball? Let's start with basketball, man. Lakers going to the championship, man. Uh, Resign Javale. We signed Quinn Cook. We signed Danny Green. We signed Boogie Cousins. Resign Rondo. We got squad, bro. Contavious. We got see. We got uh, C- Caruso. KCP. Caruso. Sorry. Yeah. Brought back Caruso. Um, I really like the Lakers roster. I do think that the roster is missing a dynamic guard. We don't have a dynamic yeah, guard that could true. that could dribble, play, make, and get his. And you true. don't need a star caliber dude. Like I think Justin Holiday could do that. I think that Justin Holiday could be that guy. And I think that they should go out and sign him. Or if they don't do that, I'd go out and get Jabari. This whole shit that Carmelo's coming to the squad, I don't like that. I don't like that. Everybody that we sign needs to be able to play deep and shoot the ball. Carmelo can shoot the ball, Can't but he's not playing deep anymore. Right. And even at his best, was never really a defender. You know what I'm saying? Facts. It's like, I just hope they don't do that. But no, I fuck with the roster. When you got AD and Braun, um, and you got a competent guard like Rondo, like who's not going to shoot the lights? Who's not gonna shoot very much if you ask me or whatever, but it's gonna run the show and that could be on the ball when Bron could get on that wing and be and be dynamic. Mm-hmm. Um I like that. I mean the news that shook everything up this week was the Clippers. Mm-hmm. I knew he was gonna talk about that. I just had to talk about my Lakers first. Bro. Although it worked out for the Lakers and we did fill out our roster, I love the boogie shit. The Clippers is scary, fam. And them trading, all of they traded, like, I was arguing with somebody on Twitter, and they was like, yo, they gave up too much. The Clippers gave up too much for Paul George and all of that. And then I read an article from the Clippers that said they looked at it like they were trading for Kawhi and Paul George. Because without Paul George, they wouldn't have got Kawhi. And they had to protect themselves against the Lakers creating a dynasty. Yeah. So they did whatever they had to do to get Paul George. And when that is your mindset, like the Lakers, we just need to land AD. There's not a price that you can pay on that. That's too high. Mm-hmm. So good job to Clippers. I can't wait until the NBA season, fam. I can't wait until the NBA season because we got a real rivalry in LA. And to be honest, I don't know who's better. Like on paper, I, I think that the Clippers have a better roster. But I, but I don't, but I don't think that they have nobody that could guard Boogie and AD, and that's a problem. Cause like even even your really good defenders, Kawhi and Paul George, you can't put them on those guys. They are too big. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Right. It's not like they're one of these small power forward types. Like Draymond Green will guard Anthony Davis. That doesn't mean he'll do a good job. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. By himself. You know what I mean? Um. But the Clippers are crazy. That that Eastern that Western Conference playoff picture is nuts. I think the I think the top ten teams are going to be separated by three games. Miss Ron, did you get my uh my text? No, my phone died. Oh, 
Sorry. Come get your charger. You make an IG video, uh, uh, Snapchat. IG story video for us. Yeah. But they, yeah, man. The this basketball this this NBA season is gonna be crazy. Me and Darius was like. Me and Darius were like spitballing Christmas Day games and fantasizing over what the Christmas schedule is gonna look like. It was like, come on, bro. Like, I can't wait for this shit to get here. I can't wait for this shit to get here, bro. I'm enjoying watching Summer League because I'm a basketball freak. I could watch I could watch basketball all day. I know them dudes. This in the Summer League, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But um not personally, but I know who they are. Um But I'm bro, I'm I'm bro. I can't wait for this. I hope the first game of the season is us versus the Clippers. But I know they're going to push that to Christmas. Mm-hmm. I know they're going to push it to Christmas. But I hope that. Because yeah. I want to be a Christmas game. Yeah. Just shit. Mad, mad shit. Bam. Um, Go sit over there. Oh, I wanted to say this about Kawhi. Kawhi better get some flack for for forcing that Paul George, for, for forcing that Paul George situation. Mm-hmm. If if LeBron got flack for people was killing him like oh LeBron build another super team he forced the AD situation yada 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 kill Kawhi a little bit I'm not saying y'all gotta hate him like y'all hate LeBron I get it y'all really hate LeBron mm-hmm. but yeah y'all really hate LeBron it's cool bro but it better be brought up it better not be just no Bron bias mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying right I agree um, side note Paul George look funny Paul George look funny yeah. I agree, but and Paul George better get some. Paul George better get some shit. I'm staying, and then I'm leaving a year later. Mm-hmm. KD, I'm staying, and then I'm out in free agency. He better get some flack, man. I, apparently, he must have handled it the correct way with Russ because he posted something. He posted something thanking OKC, and it said into the into the into the bro. You already know what it is, love, bro. And then Russ replied and was like, "You already know, bro, love. Mm-hmm. You're not even tight." So, I'm talking. I'm talking about the media. I'm talking about the media. If you're killing them for changing their mind, kill everybody that's changing their mind. Mm-hmm. At least give them the fair, like, oh, fam, this ain't, you know what I mean? Whatever right, it is. Right, 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 I don't right, care right. how much it is, but I know that's what y'all do, so do it. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So kill them. Right. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I can't wait. <laughs> I personally don't season. give a damn who's changing their mind. I don't care. Season. I, the season's going to be crazy. Like, any of those teams could be from number three, because I think the first two seasons are going to separate themselves. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I do think it's going to be the Lakers and the Clippers. You take a but, few pictures, too. But three, but three through eight through ten, mm-hmm. I can see all being separated by, like, three or four games going into the last month of the season, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, it's going to be nuts. It's going to be nuts. We didn't talk. We didn't talk about New Jersey, did we? I mean, not that. I mean, not that we got to be. We not breaking no news here, but I was going. I was going. The Nets got Kyrie and KD. Mm-hmm. That's pretty big. They they gonna be the best team in the East or what? No, not not this. Philly gonna be the best team in the East. Yeah. That's um. True. Did you see what Kevin Durant did today? No. What did he do? He um. He said for when he does officially start playing, which will be a year from oh, next season. Oh, wearing number seven. He gonna be wearing number seven. I did see that. You, you, Why? I think it's because LeBron will be in six. <laughs> LeBron will be wearing six. Remember when Kobe was doing that shit? His Olympic number was one more than Jordan's. And then he went to 23. He went from Jordan's 23 to him making his jersey 24. Mm-hmm. I think that's what he's doing. I like it. I think that's what he's doing. And I'm not mad at him. You know what I'm saying? Or whatever. I just think it's funny. I think it builds for more competition. Like, 
Let me be clear. I think the healthy KD is the best player in the world now. I don't think none of these dudes, to be honest, are really even fucking with him. Mm-hmm. He's just so far ahead offensively. He's doing stuff that Kawhi and LeBron, they dream about. They dream about. You know what I mean? And he's up to his defensive game. When you score like that, you ain't got to be the defender Kawhi is, fam. It's just, that's just what it is. Mm-hmm. That's just what it is. Kawhi's averaging 28. KD's yawning. Yawning, giving the Raptors a good defensive team. 11 points in 12 minutes on a busted Achilles. You know what I mean? Like, it's just different. But yeah. New Jersey's going to be interested a year from now. They will be a playoff team. They will be a playoff team. They're going to make, come on. They got DeAndre Jordan with another starting caliber Jared Allen behind him. They got mm-hmm. Kyrie with another starting caliber point guard Spencer Dinwiddie behind him. They got Karis LeVert, who had not got hurt last year, might have been an all-star. Like, they got they got guys that can shoot it. Like, they're going to be fine. And Kyrie's nice than a motherfucker. But before we get out of here, I did want to touch on this. He's just a rookie, but, I mean, of course, I was watching a summer league game. Everybody was going to talk about R.J. Barrett, and for good reason. I did not know how one-handed he was, bro. I, I never realized how I'm one-handed he was. I'm glad you brought this up. It was because they dominated so much at Duke, but I never noticed he's how always one-handed dominated. he was. And he's a downhill player. That's why you notice it now. He can't get downhills easy. So now he's got to use a little bit more moves. His first summer league game was against uh, the Pelicans. Mm-hmm. Fam, he was getting killed up there. And, and he's got to learn, and I think he's going to be a good player. But when you talk about Ready Rock, and they said this was a two-guy, I mean, this was a two- or three-player draft. It's like, yo, there's dudes out there that aren't struggling like that. Mm-hmm. There's dudes that aren't struggling like that. Like, Zion is getting the ball, and he is on the perimeter, and he's not struggling with his other hand like that to you. And you're going to be a guard in the NBA. Right. You know what I mean? Like, he definitely has to get off that other hand. Like, I saw somebody, and I actually, somebody um, said that he's a souped-up Lamar Odom. Hmm. But Lamar Odom could use his right. Mm-hmm. He Like, R.J. Barrett can't. That nigga, Especially after he started boxing. That nigga drove right and finished with his left and got his shit beat up because they know he's not putting it in the right hand, fam. Mm. He had to put it in front of me because he has to use his left. And nigga just pummeled it. Yeah, just he's going to have to learn. And that jump is going to have to get better. He was broke. He's well, getting his jump shot blocked and shit. Like, he'll be bad. under the bright lights in the garden with everybody yeah, cheering his name. So he'll but be the right. New York Summer League team was fucking Zion's Pelicans up, boy. Because that's pretty much their roster. Yeah. That Alonzo chair, Kevin Knox. Like, they had, they had three or four niggas who were rotation players on their team. Like, Kevin Knox start. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, and you got R.J. Bear who's going to start. You know what I'm saying? Like, they roughed him up, but I mean... Zion bumped his knee now. He out summer league. That's taking some gusto away from me, but... Yeah, for sure. I'm doing that, too. That's my cash cow for yeah, the next 10 years. you can't man. chance that. Oh, you, 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 you feel a little tight? All right, it's cool, man. Get on the bike. We'll We're cut this weight. at you being here for the next 10, bro. Yeah, we're going to cut this weight. We're going to cut this weight before we get you out there running up and down full speed. Yeah. And it was only going to play in 24 to 28 minutes anyway. We'll get you right, big fella. Oh, uh, another... Um, oh, before we leave sports, well, before we get out of here... U.S. women's soccer team won the World Cup. Shouts out. Hold it down. Pay them women. Pay the women. Pay them women. And they've been flashing while they're doing it, too. And that's what I like about it. They're like, oh, did you hear what... Uh, Remind me, pay the women. I don't want to forget. I got something to say about that. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. They finally put in the WNBA in 2K20. I did see that. 
I did see that. Me and Darius were talking they about that. Should have been did that. Me and Darius were talking about that. I, I can't wait. Some more bread. I can't wait. Should have been done that. I'm about to be killing NBA. I'm about to be killing some of these NBA teams with Liz Cabbage. And they bro. better make it where you can make your own little fantasy team with men and women on the same. Oh team. hell yeah, they gonna do that. I was about to say that's the whole damn reason they doing it. Yeah, you feel me? And, and if don't they let, don't, I'm gonna be hot. Don't let me get. Don't let me get a uh, MVP Kobe with Diana Taurasi and Maya Moore. See, I'm thinking about getting some of the young players, but not. Nah. <laughs> Yeah, bro. Yeah, bro. That's super smart for them, bro. Um, Serena still out here doing her thing. She's still getting it done. And this is the this is the crazy thing. It just looks like for Serena, it just takes more effort than it used to mm-hmm. because she's older. You know what I'm saying? Like she's had the kids. She had complications too, and now she's still battling back. Like she said, she's still not even 100. percent But it looks like it takes a little bit more effort for her to get through. But the I guess the um the phenom of tennis right now is Coco Golf. Oh yeah. Bro. I wish I could have watched that live. And I'm sure mom was juiced. I'm sure she saw it. You know mom's a big, yeah, tennis, big, fan. big tennis fan. I'm sure she saw it live. Was disappointed that Venus lost but was like, yo, who is this young girl? I'm gonna have to call her after this. No, and, it's not too late. No, and in her, her next and in her next match, she had to battle from two from two set from uh two set points. Yeah. Came back and won. Yeah. Like she's doing it and she just like it's just cute when this happens in these sports where 15-year-olds are actually allowed to be pros and make money. Oh, think about that. What an idea. What an idea. Let the kids make money. Um, because they asked her in an interview. You just made like $200,000. She was like, yeah. That's yeah, like, oh. and that, that's what I was going to say. Oh, okay. Like, it's it's just so nice to see, like, she's a 15-year-old girl, man. Mm-hmm. Like, she hadn't even thought about that. Like, when they said that to her, she was like... You could tell that was like... Yeah, she, she was like, like... That's how you know she's in it for the right reason. Yeah. They said that, and she was like, oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. We yeah. are getting paid out here, right? right? Yeah, right. Read it. Yeah, I mean... She comes from means. Her family like owns a restaurant or something, so she's yeah, fine. But yeah. still, that's her money now. Yeah, no, no. Yeah, the, the, and this is money that I made by right. my hard work. Right. And that's more important. And that's more important, especially when you got money. Right. Because if you got money, you just always gonna have money, no matter what you do. You kind of don't give a shit. But when you know what I'm saying, when you gotta make it, it matters. Mm-hmm. Um. But now nah, I thought that was a dope story. It had it had me um it had me outside of Serena. It was another reason that had me paying to t- paying attention to tennis. And I will continue to pay attention to this girl. It's weird because certain sports, I'm like, I tell people I'm not a golf fan. And then wifey goes, you're a golf fan because you you know what's going on in the tournament. But I don't watch. I don't watch a whole bunch. Mm-hmm. I watch Tiger and whatever tournament he's watch, he's in. I don't watch any other golf. Mm-hmm. I watch Serena and I don't watch any other tennis. Right. Like I watched, I watched part of her doubles match with Andy Roddick because he plays mixed doubles. Mm-hmm. Right, and she did that five after five hours after winning her joint earlier. Came out there, her and Andy. I only know it's because Serena's involved. You know right, what I'm saying? Like, right. so I tell people like I'm not a big fan. I found the next person who's gonna make sure that I know something about tennis. It's Coco mm-hmm. Golf. Still waiting on that swimmer. We are. We are. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm laughing because me and Steph had a big argument about like black swimmers, like just. Two nights ago, I think it was. Yeah. We, we ain't got time for that. We'll talk about that maybe next podcast on episode <laughs> 20. Yeah, man. So, yeah, we got to... I'm going to reach out to all the homies, and I'm going to see if they want to do it. For sure. Yeah, because I don't think... Uh, I don't think wifey's going to do it. Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah. yeah. Seem and, that's too, no, and that's no big deal. Yeah, it's not a big deal. Yeah. Oh, she doesn't seem too warm to the idea, but that's fine. Yeah. Not, that's not for everybody. Anyway, man. Family Room Podcast, episode 19. Thanks for messing with us. <laughs> It's Mike Rome. Stefan Rome. Thanks for listening. Deuce. We out.